listening to On the Right Road. Get ready to experience extraordinary real-life inspiration and discover valuable tools to help kids find and travel the right road in school and in life. And now, here's your award-winning host, author, singer-songwriter, producer, humanitarian, and founder of Right Road Kids. It's Paula Phillips. Right Road! Hello, everyone, and welcome to On the Right Road. I'm your host, Paula Phillips, and as always, I've got something good and positive and wonderful to say and share with you all this evening. Hey, Happy New Year, first of all. I hope you all had a beautiful holiday season and that 2019 is off to an amazing start for you. I really, really missed you all during the break, and I'm so glad to be back here with you live this evening. I'm always so happy and honored that you're here listening and tuning in with me. You know, for a whole lot of reasons, I have a feeling this is going to be an extraordinary year and an extraordinary show tonight. Uh, Something has just really become clear and kind of awakened my spirit and soul in a whole new way over the past year. You know, while each year that goes along can bring wonderful kind of comfort and confidence in living in our own skin, so to speak, I've also found that having a willingness to open ourselves up to fresh new perspectives and to always continue learning and growing mixed with that life experience, comfort, and knowledge gained over the years, you know, I just feel it can open doors in life in ways that are simply amazing. So that new perspective piece of the puzzle is what I really want to focus on tonight. And my guest has so much to offer on this front. She's a new first-year teacher. You know, so often those of us with life experience and career years under our belt are the ones providing advice and support to the newbies, so to speak. But tonight, I really want to turn the tables and open us all up to learning from that new fresh perspective and wait you guys until you hear who my guest is she's wonderful I've got goosebumps already (laughs) it's just going to be such a special show and in planning for tonight I've done quite a lot of thinking and observing and tuning into kind of the moments around me and the threads on perspective that have shown up and all tied together have just been unbelievable and really miraculous Uh, for example here's a visual that came to me, uh, you know, and how to kind of explain the beauty and magnificence of a fresh new perspective. And this may seem strange, but just for a minute, I want to ask that you close your eyes, okay? And just kind of envision standing on a street in the middle of a, a huge city like a New York City. And in your mind's eye, see all the tall buildings and the people bustling everywhere and the busyness all around you. Or on the flip side, envision a countryside. See the cornfields and the trees and the tall windblown grass in front of you. Then keep your eyes closed and now picture that same city or that same countryside, whichever you're envisioning in your mind's eye, like you're looking at it from thousands of feet above in an airplane. It's the same location, but from a different perspective. 
That's the kind of miraculousness of perspective I want to dive into tonight. And just that visual tool that I just shared, what a great thing to share with your students or your own kids. I think that kind of thing would be a terrific uh, start of the morning activity to help kids focus and learn and be inspired to envision big possibilities for their lives from perspectives they might not have imagined possible before. I mean, my mind is just overflowing with thoughts and exciting things to share here. It's going to be such a fantastic show tonight. So now to begin, make sure to grab a pencil and paper or have maybe the notes section in your phone ready. Um, because I typically like to start by giving teacher shout outs during each show. But today, what I'm going to do instead is add a bonus giveaway to the show, one of those really fun word scavenger hunt giveaways that I like to do, where you listen for the words throughout the show that will eventually form the full giveaway sentence, okay? And then near the end of the show, I'll share how to enter this bonus word scavenger hunt giveaway. It's going to be for a bunch of our awesome $250 Nair school supply gift packages. You know, I was going to do... $500 gift packages, but then I did a little poll on Facebook and every single one of you teachers who commented said, no, no, do the $250 instead so more of us can receive it. Absolutely. So that's what I'm doing. So I'm going to share the first two nights in tonight's Word Scavenger Hunt giveaway, but also I want to mention that plus there's going to be a surprise gift opportunity as part of this bonus giveaway and I'll explain, don't worry, where every educator who has never received a Right Road gift before, in addition to this big word scavenger hunt thing, can receive a gift just by asking. Okay, so if you're new to On the Right Road, if you've never received a gift before, listen throughout the show and I'll explain how you can get a gift if you've never received one. Exciting, right? Oh my gosh. So the first two words in tonight's word scavenger hunt sentence are, write these down, see things. Again, just see things. All right, so write those down. And here's our first On the Right Road Facebook giveaway for this evening. As usual, we'll announce all the recipients from all of tonight's giveaways on our Right Road Kids Facebook page tomorrow. And we'll get all the gifts from tonight's show out in the mail to the recipient teachers at their schools the week of January 28th. And tonight's giveaways are all centered around helping you and your students find fresh, new, fun perspectives in the classroom. So here's the first Facebook giveaway. It's open to all educators in the U.S. listening to On the Right Road right now. And first, I want to make sure to mention tonight's Facebook code word, okay? And it is, this is pretty easy, you guys. It's the word perspective, okay? So especially if you're new to On the Right Road and you're not sure what to do for the Facebook giveaways, all you're going to do is go to our Right Road Kids Facebook page. Instead of waiting for it to come up on your newsfeed, actually go to our Right Road Kids Facebook page, okay? Have it up and ready. And then, as I explain each one of the Facebook giveaways, Marcy's going to pop it up on the page. The first one's not up yet because I haven't explained it all. Then just follow those simple entry guidelines in the giveaway post, okay? But you also want to type in the code word perspective as part of your entry because that lets us know that you're listening and it officially enters you, okay? So I hope that makes sense. So this first giveaway this evening is so much fun, you guys. I have six giant, and I mean giant, 
Crayola and Mr. Sketch art sets. Each one is valued at $30. And actually, if you bought all the items separately, it would cost much more than that. And I love these things. They add so much awesome creativity into the classroom. So there will be six teacher recipients, and each will receive one of the awesome Crayola or Mr. Sketch art sets. And wait until you see them in the post picture, you guys. They're big. They're awesome. And there will be four in the picture, but there are actually six sets in the giveaway. So to enter, you can go to our Right Road Kids Facebook page right now as you're listening. Just follow those simple entry guidelines in the giveaway post. Remember to also type tonight's code word, Facebook code word perspective as part of your entry comment, okay? So Marcy, you can pop that up on our Right Road Kids Facebook page right now. It'll be open until just after the end of the show till 6.30 p.m. Pacific, 9.30 Eastern tonight. And we'll announce the six recipients on our Right Road Kids Facebook page tomorrow. And I want to give tons and tons of thanks to Lori Stinas and her Keller Williams real estate team and Mo Anderson on behalf of Keller Williams and her fantastic A Joy-Filled Life book for helping to make this wonderful giveaway possible and you know this is just the first of those awesome Facebook giveaways I'll have throughout the evening and also that big scavenger word scavenger hunt one too so keep our Right Road Kids Facebook page close and ready and keep an ear really close listening so you don't miss anything okay just a quick note that if you're not listening live tonight Sunday January 13th tonight's giveaways will of course be closed after that so now I am so excited you guys to introduce you all to my wonderful guest this evening her name is Anna Berg Anna is a first-year teacher at my son's school, Ascension Lutheran, in Thousand Oaks, California. And she has actually been a Right Road kid herself since she was in elementary school. She was a big part of the Right Road summer programs that I did at our church for many years before my son was born. And now, Anna holds a degree in biochemistry with a minor in Spanish from California Lutheran University. She also completed her teacher credential at CLU and is currently working on her Master's of Education in Middle School Service Learning. And speaking of the latter... She and I are now co-teaching a Right Road Middle School service class at ALS. Talk about life coming full circle on the Right Road. (laughs) I am absolutely thrilled to welcome one of the most beautiful souls out there, Anna Berg, to On the Right Road. Welcome, Anna. Thank you, Paula. Thank you. I'm so excited to be on the show tonight. Oh, I'm just, I'm so excited to have you here. And, you know, before we dive into the whole wonderful topic of perspective, I'd love to ask you a few questions so everyone can really get to know the amazing you, okay? <laughs> so first okay. of all, <laughs> I'm just wondering, you know, how are you feeling in this first year of teaching? Honestly, this first year of teaching, it's its so exciting. Everything's fresh and new. Um, and I, I feel like there's so much to be grateful for. Working at Ascension, there's so much support from the staff. And, um, you know, your first year, they, they, they say it's always a blur, right? Because everything, you're learning so much all the time. Um, <laughs> but I see that as just an every day as an exciting adventure. I mean, there really oh. is so much for me to be learning every day. And I think that's the most fun part for me um, is just kind of embarking on this adventure with the students of lifelong learning. Um, so as well, the students are learning... Um, I'm learning so much from, from me. I'm learning so much more, uh, I think, from them. I mean, they really do teach me a lot. And I think that's been my favorite part about first year teaching this year. Well, and I love just hearing your enthusiasm because I hear so many first year teachers just 
like you said, it's a blur, and sometimes it can be so overwhelming. I know for, for anybody who works in education, in any given year, any given minute, it can be overwhelming. And just to hear your positivity and your um, your passion, and, uh, you know, it feels like you're not overwhelmed just in how you're speaking, and I love to hear that. So, so far, what has been the best part of teaching for you? And I think you may have answered that, but is anything is there anything that you want to add to that? I do want to add one thing. I think... For me, the best part are the moments of wonder. And, mm-hmm. and sometimes, and any teacher would, would understand what this is, is you're in a classroom and you're um, teaching something or, or a student asks a question, and there's that, that moment um, where everyone kind of pauses because we're just kind of um, recognizing maybe someone just learned something new for the first time or a student and just clicked with them. And it's those little moments. It's, still, it's really the little things, the moments of wonder that are the best Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree. It's like those light bulb moments that you see in the kids' eyes, and it just makes life, it makes everything worthwhile. I love that. So now you, Anna, have literally been a right road kid since forever. <laughs> I'm, I'm just curious. I I, I, I've never asked you this like since you've graduated college or anything, but what are some of those key things that you remember from the right road programs that you experienced, and do you kind of carry those with you now into your life and your teaching? Yes, absolutely. So I was a right road kid um, from the age of four until as long as you did it at Ascension. And um, <laughs> I just, I loved coming to, uh, we did a vacation Bible school, and I just loved coming to that. Um, and I always felt so inspired, even at a young age. And I think the key messages I took away from that um, are, is the message that to each for each person that you are special and really owning that um that I am special and that each person is and every person, there's no one quite like you. And that's pretty miraculous to think about. Um, just that there's only one you and each of us, we each have gifts that we've been given and we need to be able to put ourselves in capacities where we can really let those, those gifts come to full fruition and to, to just shine um, our God given light. So I think that's absolutely. that I absolutely take that with me. Um, in my daily life and also in teaching as well. Oh, I just have goosebumps here because it, it's so interesting that you remember that since you were four on, you know, age four, because that is, mm-hmm. it, it just makes me so happy because that was my calling and my passion to help kids really know that. And I think especially, well, every in every age in our world, you know, I think that's the core because from there, if they, if a child really knows, if, if an adult, if any of us truly know our specialness and our value, it's not a selfish thing. It's not a braggy thing. It's just knowing that you're loved and that there really is only one of you in the world. It's like if you have that core, um, that is when you will find your calling and your passion and you will be able to shine your light into the world. I, oh my, That just makes my heart so Absolutely. happy that you said that, Anna. <laughs> So now, are there any parts of teaching that have been more difficult than you expected? I think just in general, finding balance has been something, just in, within, between my personal life and work and then being in grad school at the same time. And like I said, every day there's so much to be learned as well. So I think just trying to find the balance. And I did get some good advice from um, a lot of teachers as I was going into it. And they said, your first year you have to be gentle with yourself and you have to, to uh, make sure you take the time for self-care. And so I took that advice very seriously. And um, I do make a point to, to prioritize, you know, exercising and I love to cook. So doing things like that, that is 
taking care of myself, which has really helped. But I definitely think I have a long way to go until I really kind of find, and I think, too, it's, it's part of owning my gifts, right, and owning who I am as a teacher, and I'm still learning that, what my teaching style is. Um, so just, just, I think, growing into it um, has, been, has been a challenge, but it's been an exciting um, adventure at the same time. Well, I think you've done a wonderful job, and you know I have the opportunity to to see you in action, and there is that balance there. I think you're finding it, and I think um, I'm so glad that that teachers have shared that with you, kind of veteran teachers, because I think if you can find that balance and really take care of yourself, it's going to give you a longevity uh, in in the field of education. Because if you don't take care of yourself, it's so easy to get burned out. So I'm so glad to hear that. Now, Anna, the reason that I ask you to be my guest on this this particular show tonight is that I see something in you, a, a perspective on things that is fresh and new. Yet at the same time, with this kind of old soul view, um, you know, it, it's quite amazing. You have you're you're older than your years, and let you and yet you have this fresh, amazing perspective. And I'm just so interested, and I know everyone will be so interested to hear your answers tonight. I just, I think what you share is going to be a wonderful blessing and so enlightening for all of us. So now you touched upon this in your last answer. I'm just, I'm wondering if there's more you'd like to share, you know, in in terms of really beginning to look at uh, the whole topic of perspective. Is there anything else that veteran teachers have taught you kind of from their perspectives of having been in the trenches for a while that really has been helpful for you? In addition to, you know, the self-care. In addition, I do. I have another one that's really important. And actually, I I would actually uphold it as, as, um, arguably probably the most important thing for being a teacher. I had um, one of my professors in college, for, or in my teaching credential uh, at Cal Lutheran, who's a veteran teacher for many years, he said that the most important thing about teaching, or the part about teaching, is building relationships and allowing students to feel heard and cared for, because yes. that sets the tone for all of the learning that's going to take place. And honestly, I, I did that. I mean, the first few weeks of school, um, really prioritize getting to know the students. And, and obviously that doesn't just end with the first weeks of school. I mean, it's like ongoing right. and continuous. If I have a break at work, um, I'll go out on the playground. Because I teach, so I teach the four-year-olds through eighth grade. Um, so I'm teaching Spanish to all these students at the school. And the best way for kids, I think, to learn is to be in an environment they feel safe and comfortable. And if they have a good relationship with the person that's teaching them something, um, they're more they tend to be more curious, more engaged. And so, especially at the beginning of the year, and even still, whenever I have um, some, some planning time that, you know, I've, I'm ahead of the game and I'm able to go outside, I go and, and see the kids and um, really just try to get to know them one-on-one. And that's I really love that. helpful, and that, that was a wonderful advice. Well, gosh, I mean, you are so on the right road with this whole field of education. I, I love this, Anna. I'm I'm so proud of you. I mean, I know, I hope that doesn't sound <laughs> weird, but I, I feel like, you know, I feel well, like I all the kids that. that I work with are like my kids, you know, and I feel like I'm getting choked up here. I feel like you're, you've kind of been my, one of my kids over all these years and, and all of you got you teachers, you know what I mean, you know, and I just, I'm so happy that you're finding your passion and your calling. So now Anna, as a teacher, really at the beginning of your career and life's calling, 
how, again, diving mm-hmm. into this topic of perspectives, how important do you feel it is to look at life and situations from a new perspective? And related to that, and I guess here's the crux of this question is, how do you think teachers can continue to remember to do that, to look at things from new perspectives as the years go by? Mm. Yeah, and that, that is a big question. I just I have to start by saying, um, it's, and I, when I hear that question, what immediately comes to my mind um, is this, the, I have to say, the beginning of this year it was really hard for me personally with all of the things that happened in Thousand Oaks in November. Um, yes. So my friend Justin Meek was one of the victims of the borderline shooting, um, and <sighs> I was in college with him and did choir with him. And then the fires, you know, that was a lot, there was a lot of devastation from the fires. And I realized how much, just how much darkness there really is in this world and how every day there are so many things that can get us really stuck in a funk. And that's a very kind of an extreme example, but um, I, I learned through that, I learned the importance of, of, you know, a new perspective. And that's not, that's not dismissing, you know, obviously you need to work through the pain, but recognizing right. to, to shift your focus a little bit. So, for me, and it's interesting, it was my first big tragedy of my life, so really seeing how I acted in that time, I, I didn't know before what I would do, but I was very action-oriented. The way that I coped was I shifted my perspective from just feeling angry and upset, all the emotions that come with that, right, to saying, okay, right. what can I do to help? And in that, it was, it was so transformative. I mean, um, the community came together like no other and we're now stronger than ever, the Thousand Oaks community. And just seeing, um, I, I think I've had, I hugged more strangers in my whole life um, in that one week, you know, than I ever had. And it was so powerful for me. So I think that, that can be tied back to teaching. Um, and it's the same thing, but there's always going to be, there, there are definitely going to be difficult days. And um, right. teachers, I think, at every walk in their career are going to have those times where they feel burnt out or maybe hopeless or, and that, that's totally going to happen. Um, and in those moments, we have to dig really deep and be able to remember to shift our lens a little bit because, and not, not to dismiss the pain. It's important to acknowledge right, that it's hard right, and right. it's okay to feel that way, but to realize there is something good happening at the same time. And maybe I should focus my energy on that because that can fuel my light. Well, I love this because even thinking of a staff meeting, you know, a teacher meeting where if you're just really struggling with what's being said or if you're having a tiff with a fellow teacher or with an administrator, you know, stepping back and taking, I love what you said, stepping back and taking the perspective of, okay, I know this is an, an absolutely crazy situation. I don't know. You know, it's it's so hurtful right now. I'm feeling all these things. But stepping back and just saying, what can I do to help? What can I do to help this situation? Oh, my gosh. that mm-hmm. What a profound, you know, takeaway from everything that you just shared. That is awesome. So now from your fresh new teacher perspective, here's a biggie. What do you see mm-hmm. as the biggest challenges in education and in kids' lives today? What are your, you know, top one or two Ooh. that you see? That's a good yeah, one, right? That is, a, that is a really good question, and that is a big question. And it's interesting because depending on who you ask, you may or may not, you know, get a different answer. But um, just thinking, for me, the first thing that comes to my mind for that question, um, and, I, and I see it as kind of a side effect of our progression of technology. Um, yeah. And, and the kids now that, we're, that we have in elementary and middle school, 
and I guess in high school as well, I've grown up with the iPhone, the iPad, yes. right? And it's, it's instant gratification. So being a lot of kids are used to, um, and, and adults as well, but these kids, I mean, it's coming at formative years for them. So they're used to kind of instant gratification. So I, I saw last year my student teaching, I, I taught, um, I was teaching in kindergarten and third grade. And I, I even noticed with them, you know, the, the attention span, I know attention span for kids has always been shorter, but I, I, I think, and I was talking to veteran teachers about their thoughts on this, and it's just so much shorter, you know, the kids, um, the, so the instant gratification, it's affecting attention span. And I've also noticed um, overcoming failure um, has been a struggle for, for students, I've noticed. Um, just, you know, if kids focus, you know, on needing to, to make that grade or get so fixated on that, um, and that's something that I think kids struggle with today. Right. I think there's that pressure that somehow with social media and everything and technology to be perfect yes well so here's what I'm really interested in and and I I guess we got to do kind of a short answer here because I because I could ask you a million questions but I I really would like to know what is your perspective on the answer to the question about technology how do educators how do teachers deal with this need for instant gratification and all the technology, you know, the kids' minds are functioning differently. Their actions are functioning differently than they did 20 or 50 years ago in the classroom. What do you feel, again, from your new, fresh, first-year teacher perspective, what do you feel is a, a, an answer to that? I think that technology can be used for so much good, but I think we need to combat yes, the negative effects by focusing on teaching patience and resilience. And kids need to know their worth and their value. And I think social media has, has been really difficult for kids um, and feeling like their value maybe is depreciated by comparing themselves to others on social media. And so right. they need to be revalidated. Um, kind of like the Right Road message, you know, you are special, there's only one you. And for them to really own that, I think we right. as teachers need to help them with that. I love that. I totally agree because I, I've always said taking five minutes to reinforce that kind of message at the beginning of each day can save hours and days and even weeks and months sometimes in trying to get through to the kids because if they feel that at the start of each day, that day is going to be so much more productive than if they're scattered and all over the place and not realizing their value and specialness. Oh my gosh, this is awesome. Now, here's another big question. You've had the opportunity, I know, to live in a different country, and now you teach Spanish. Um, So Mm -hmm. I I already know the answer to this first part. You know, do you feel traveling and learning a new language is important in helping kids learn to see things from a new perspective? I know you're going to say yes, so here's the crux of my question. (laughs) Okay, yeah. Okay, so how can teachers open this realm up to kids who may not have the opportunity to physically travel? Do you know what I mean? Because they're... Absolutely. Do you know what I'm that's saying? That's a great question. Yeah, that is, and that's something that I've actually personally been really trying to figure out myself because, obviously, having the experience, yeah, to live abroad in high school, um, you know, I, I that's part of my kids learn the best by experiencing something in person, right? So I right, think that's, right. that's the answer is experiential learning. Um, Trying, you know, and, and even though you can't, you know, it's you can't just get up and go to Spain to learn about it, you can still do interactive, um, you can teach in interactive ways to get kids learning about this. And I think service learning, which I know we'll be talking about probably in a bit, um, right. my master's is on that, um, 
you know, middle, middle schoolers engaging in service learning in a, in a very interactive way and getting into the community and honestly teaching Spanish. I mean, we we live in California, you know, in Southern California, a lot of people speak Spanish and in our, in our Thousand Oaks community, a lot of people um, speak Spanish. So there are so many opportunities locally for students to engage in new culture and new perspectives in our backyard. And so really, well, trying, and- I've been really trying to figure out how can I utilize that in my teaching? Well, Right, and I think things like that in our in our class, in our first class that we taught together, I did that um, lesson with, I had a list of, of A through Z, and then we asked kids to find a country that started with each letter, and then the population in that country. So they were looking on their phones and their at globes and all these things to realize the bigness of the world. And then I, you know, after they realized, oh my gosh, look at all these people and how many there are. So they're learning, they're, they're doing social studies, they're doing math, they're realizing their per, a different perspective and looking at all the people in the world. And then I just kind of said, okay, now take a deep breath and realize that of all those people, there's only one you. So I think there's ways mm-hmm. to incorporate that perspective and help kids really see that even in the confines of a classroom in whatever city you live in. So now stay with me, Anna. Okay, we've got so much more yeah. to talk about around this wonderful uh, topic of perspective, but right now I have another awesome giveaway for you teachers. And, but first, here's the second part of the bonus word scavenger hunt giveaway sentence. Remember, I said the first part of it at the beginning of the show, and you know what? I'm kind of wondering if I should say the first part again, because I know sometimes you're putting your kids to bed or whatever, so I'm going to say the first part again, but then I won't do that again through the the rest of the show. So the first part, write this down, okay, because this is how you're going to enter for those big $250 Nair School Supply gift packs. This is the word scavenger hunt. The first part was see things, and now the next part of the sentence is from a new perspective, Okay, so see things from a new perspective. Write that down. That's only part of it. There's more to the sentence, okay? And I'll explain how to enter that word scavenger hunt giveaway at the end. But here's tonight's second Facebook giveaway tonight. And this one is in your honor, Anna, because I noticed you're always being, you know, using these colorful pens. And each time you even write in your lesson book, it's like with this beautiful touch of artistry that shows a wonderful perspective of looking. It's cool. It's like you look at every single touch in life as a thing of beauty and an opportunity to create something beautiful it makes it really it does it does so for this for this second facebook giveaway it's open to all educators in the u.s listening to on the right road right now i have 14 wonderful and oh so colorful pen sets including bic sets and flare pen sets teacher favorites right plus seven of the pen packs will also include a super cool teacher tote and i'm going to have trouble sending these out the door you guys because i want one but i'm going to give them all to you because you deserve them teachers so there will be 14 teacher recipients and each one will receive one of the awesome pen sets and seven of those will also include an awesome teacher tote to answer you enter you can go to our right road kids facebook page right now as you're listening just follow those simple entry guidelines in the giveaway post and remember to include tonight's facebook code word perspective as part of your entry comment even if you included it in tonight's earlier facebook giveaway post make sure you type it in this one too because it officially enters you okay it lets us know you're listening so marcy you can pop that up on our right road kids facebook 
page right now. This giveaway will be open until just after the end of the show, till 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 Eastern tonight. And we'll announce the 14 recipients on our Right Road Kids Facebook page tomorrow. And mountains of thanks to Nair and Lori Stina Center, Keller Williams Real Estate Team, and Mo Anderson on behalf of Keller Williams and her wonderful A Joy-Filled Life book for helping to make this giveaway possible. Now... And I really want to pick your brain about tons more things having to do with this whole topic of looking at things from a fresh new perspective. So I guess this is kind of a biggie question here. Um, Let me see. Where do I I want to see where I want to go from here? Um, I think I'm going to go here. So you, you touched upon this, that your master's work has a focus on middle school service learning. Okay, so first of all, yeah. What is the definition of school service learning to you? So for me, so service learning is all about, um, you take, you know, you could use community service. I mean, it could be local community service. It could be, it could be global service, but engaging students in an action oriented service learning project um, where they're helping the community. They identify a need or a problem in a community and brainstorm together what they can do to help. And, for service learning, the teacher really acts as a mentor. So it's not the teacher telling the kids, okay, this is what we're going to do, and it's like, like, like an assignment. You know, it's, right. it's the teacher kind of taking a back seat, but it's there as a guide to make sure the kids, you know, kind of stay in the confines of what they're able to do. But it's really the kids that drive it and their ideas. And, um, and that's so powerful, especially at the middle school age, because that's such a, an important developmental time um, where kids are starting to really, um, I mean, it's a time where there's so much change, right? And kids, kids are really starting to question themselves and figure out how they fit into the, the society and the community and kind of where their place is. And studies have shown that students that start, uh, do, you know, participating in service projects early, like middle school or later elementary school um, or even high school, actually, they they continue it on into adulthood. And so it's starting these these good habits early that. Um, that help the greater community. Well, and you just hit the nail on the head. I also feel that service learning is so important to kids learning and developing. And, you know, in the past, it's one of those kind of life skills that really was taught at home. But since, you know, way of life changes, they've often made that not the case so much anymore. Uh, And again, I think it's technology-based, you know, fast-paced to the world. But... um, is this all why you feel so strongly about incorporating service learning into school? Because it's, it's not in every school, but it seems like school now needs to take this under its wing, right? Of course. I mean, school is all about raising up the leaders for the future. And, um, and every parent parents a little differently, and that's, that's, just, that's how it is and how it's always been. And so I think schools have this extreme responsibility um, we're, we're raising our citizens, and we're teaching students how to be a good citizen of the world. And so I think that, um, that and, we, and we all know, I mean, studies have shown time and time again that the most powerful way to learn is to experience something. And so bringing that exper- experiential learning into the classroom, what better way to do it than to, to you know, think about a local issue going on that, that kids can actually um, help solve or help contribute to a solution and, and really empower them and guide them to, to see that through. And that's really powerful uh, for these kids because we're bringing them up to be agents of hope and agents of change. 
I agree. And I and again, I think it's one of those things where it doesn't have to take away from all the other, you know, I know that teachers, you're under so much pressure with having to meet all these standards and everything. But this is, again, one of those things that I feel looking at it from a, a fresh perspective is that a little bit of this in school goes a long way. It gets kids Absolutely. engaged. Can I it gets, piggyback on that? Yeah. Can yeah, I, yeah, please. Because you did say about standards, and I, I realized in my definition I didn't exactly mention this, but, but service learning and, and if, if it's in its holistic approach would be to incorporate, you used it standard-based, so it would incorporate um, the California or whatever state you're in, the, the teaching standards, the, the lesson standards, right. and incorporating that into the service project. Um, and there's, there's many kind of websites and a lot of people that have done this successfully, and it's, it's really powerful, and it can be tied into any subject. I mean, history, you know, social studies is a very common one, but um, in doing my research, I've, I've come across many um, research articles about incorporating it into the sciences as well. So oh, well, I'd love to. For in, incorporating standards as well. Well, and I'd love to... Um when I see you next, I'd love to get a list of some of those so that we can pass those, uh, you know, studies on to the listeners because I think having a core to go from would be really, really helpful. Oh, this is awesome. Okay. So now here's another biggie. I know I'm asking these kind of big, broad questions, but I really want your perspective on it. So overall, how do you feel we can best teach kids to look at life and situations from different perspectives, not just in their own little bubble. Do you know what I mean? Mm, absolutely. I think it starts small. I mean, it starts when, and it's so easy when we're teaching, when I'm teaching a lesson, right? And, and, and kids, for the most part, you know, are listening, but every once in a while, there might be something going on in the classroom and, they, and a kid might maybe get into a little argument with their friend or something happens. Or it might not be during teaching time. I might, I might be walking by a um, student on the playground or in passing and it's so important, and, and, I, and I, it's so easy to just walk by, okay, okay, I have this next thing I have to be at, I have to do this, but just to take the moment to stop and to work it through with the kids and to yes. help them, and that's, that's all part of conflict resolution um, is, is helping, helping kids see a new perspective, realize it isn't just about their perspective, but think about your friend's feelings. I think it starts there, um, and it starts with it's really just being, being aware and present and when these, when these issues pop up, to address them immediately. And I honestly think if we, if we all took, you know, that five minutes out of our day each day, every time that happens, um, and, and, and so doing that, in addition to maybe during teaching time, you know, reminding the students about different perspectives or asking, I know in, in literature, you know, when we're learning English class, reading stories, that's part of curriculum in elementary school and, and middle school is to ask the students, you know, to kind of reflect on how the character is feeling in this moment. Put yourself in their shoes. Um, and that extends in language class, too, to when we learn about other cultures. And um, I honestly think the more people we meet along the way, too, I mean, that helps open new perspectives. So there's so many opportunities and ways to, to teach our kids that. But I think it does start with um, in moments where we, we see conflict going on um, to walk over and be a helper in helping these kids learn something positive from 
the conflict and not walk away right. upset or stuck in right. their own way. Focusing on being present in that moment to help in that moment and not thinking, oh my gosh, I have a million other things to do, but stopping. And, re- I, right. and you've done it a couple times in the class that we're teaching together where, you know, and I do this too, where you hear a kid say something and it's like, wow, that's not appropriate. We don't, you know, that's not, a, but you take right. time to do that. And that's so important. Not to, to just let it slide by. I love that. Okay. So you guys, here's the third part of the word scavenger hunt sentence. Get get your pencil or your, your phone notes out and jot this down. The third part of the word scavenger hunt sentence is with a sense. S-E-N-S-E, with a sense, okay? So, okay, Anna, now what is your best advice on the this whole topic of perspectives for other teachers in general today? I would just love to hear, you know, your, your elevator... Uh, share of your best <laughs> yeah. advice. I think that, that, that my advice stems from advice I've been given and, and my experience as well. And I think um, some of the best advice for teachers is first and foremost, be gentle with yourself, um, be present, and look for that moment of wonder in each day. I love it. And one of the things that I, you know, I just jotted a note here because I knew I was going to be asking you this question. And the best advice that I've heard probably this month in terms of perspective and teaching and how we see kids and how we work with kids, um, Oprah was doing an interview. And somebody had told her this. She did an interview, and, and I can't remember the name of who it was, but it was very profound. She said it was one of the most profound things she has learned in her life in terms of perspective and looking at other people and interacting with other people. And she said, instead of asking kids, what's wrong with you? You know, if, they, if they're just way out of line or they do something wrong, instead, look at it from the perspective of what happened to you. What mm-hmm. happened to you that because it's not normal, it's not, you know, it's not natural for people to be mean to each other and to hate each other that much. So instead of what's wrong with that kid, what happened to that kid? And looking at it, that it, it softens your soul and it allows you to see through completely different eyes. And I think doing that can completely help you help the situation, whatever's happening at hand. So I, I just wanted to share Absolutely. that little bit of advice. So, Anna, is there any final message that you'd like to share with all of our wonderful Right Road teachers and other friends listening tonight? Yes, I think, so teaching is such a soul-filling profession, and and that's part of why um, I went into it. That's actually why, that is why I went into it. It's it's so soul-filling. And there's going to be days where where we as teachers, we feel this truth, and there may be days where we really don't. Um, But I challenge challenge each of of you um, on your toughest days to look for those moments of wonder and to focus on what there is to be thankful for, um, to be present, and, and may your soul be filled by your new perspective. Oh, my gosh. I, I seriously am sitting here with goosebumps. Thank you so much. I mean, I, it really has meant more than you know to be able to hear the airwaves in a special hour with you this evening, Anna. I'm just, I know I said it before, but I'm I'm just so... I'm impressed and I'm so proud with the the amazing woman you've become and it's just it's it's always been an honor teaching you now it's an honor working with you and it's just an honor knowing you so thank you for blessing all of us this evening with your amazing perspectives 
Well, thank you, Paula. Thank you so much. And thank you for having me on the show. Oh, you are so welcome. And, and as I always like to do, thank you to all of our amazing Right Road sponsors, Right Road Kids, Right Road Productions, Nair, Seatsack, the SoCal California DCH, Audi, Honda, Ford, Lexus, and Toyota car dealerships and their partner companies, to Lori Stinas and her Keller Williams real estate team, and of course, Mo Anderson on behalf of Keller Williams and her extraordinary A Joy-Filled Life book. Hey, reminder, you guys, to mark your calendars for Sunday, February 10th. That's our next live on the Right Road show date, and it's going to be a very, very special 2019 Valentine's episode for all of you amazing Right Road friends. I can't wait. Oh my gosh. We've got some huge announcements that will be a part of that show. We're working on all the final details now, but just as a hint, remember how one of my recent dreams has been to provide our very special Right Road KW grants to teachers in all 50 states? Well, guess what, you guys? It's happening. (laughs) And I'll share all about it and how you could be a recipient on the February 10th show. In the meantime, make sure you and your teacher friends are signed up as a Right Road teacher friend on our website at rightroadkids.org. Again, that's www.rightroadkids.org. Just hit the sign up button and it just takes literally 30 seconds because that's the first step to qualifying for these amazing teacher classroom grants, okay? And I've got the final part of tonight's word scavenger hunt bonus giveaway sentence drum roll so get your pencils out here it is of wonderment and I can't believe how many times that Anna used that same idea and she didn't even know what the sentence was tonight so the final part of tonight's scavenger hunt word giveaway bonus giveaway is of wonderment so now that you have the whole word scavenger hunt sentence here's how you can enter for eight get it Eight, one of eight $250 Nair school supply gift packs. Oh my gosh. So all you have to do, this is one of our email giveaways, okay? So you're going to email me at Hey Paula. That's, I'm, I'm dating myself. I always say this, but it's like the old 60s song, Hey Paula, H E Y Paula, at rightroadkids.org. Just jot word scavenger hunt in the subject line. And, it, and then in the body of the email, Jot tonight's full word scavenger hunt sentence along with your school, city, and state by 7.30 p.m., 10.30 Eastern tonight, okay? Again, just email me at hey, H-E-Y, Paula, at rightroadkids.org. Jot word scavenger hunt in the subject line and then in the body of the email, jot tonight's full word scavenger hunt sentence that I've shared throughout the program tonight along with your school, city, and state by 7.30 p.m., 10.30 Eastern tonight. And we'll draw eight names at random from all who have the complete information and all eight will receive a $250 Nair School Supply gift pack overflowing with supplies. Plus, here's the big plus. If you are an educator and have never received a Right Road gift before, you know, whether through our On the Right Road radio show here, uh, our Right Road Kids Facebook page, our Right Road Take 5 giving, or any other Right Road opportunity, if you've never received a Right Road gift before in your email entry, 
Include just a little note as part of your email that shares that you've never received a Right Road gift before, and we will send you a surprise school supply gift pack, okay? And I'm telling you, every one of you who has never received a gift before will receive one. Um, we're so excited. We're so conscientious to make sure we, we reach as many of you as possible, and I'm just I'm thrilled about this. So now, you guys, I have one more awesome on the Right Road Facebook giveaway this evening coming up for you yet here as well, um, but I wanted to make sure to have time to share my nuggets. You know, you know, I always like to share nuggets from my heart that you can take with you into the week and in this case into 2019. So here are my three nuggets from my heart tonight. One, you know, I hemmed and hawed if I should share this because it's something very personal, but um, I, I really believe in just being open and honest about who we are. And here's the scoop about me, one of the scoops. I used to panic when some when, you know when something would change that maybe I wasn't ready for or that I didn't know was coming anxiety really and this past year especially I still have my moments of anxiety and and Marcy will attest to that but I have learned the importance of looking at things from a new perspective and realizing the miracles that can bring as an example and this is unbelievable back in July it became clear that the wonderful gal we had working with us in the project support position for Right Road just wasn't going to be able to continue working with us. She has four kids, she homeschools, and working on top of everything else for her just became too much. Uh, And we didn't have another person in place for her position. You can imagine the overwhelming workload. Now, typically, I would have been in an absolute tizzy just beside myself, but... I know for a fact that this new perspective way of life has changed something in me because I didn't panic. And long story short, I somehow just knew the right person would come along. I just started looking and praying for that right person. And one day, this is crazy, but I saw a remarkable worker in a big box store here locally. She was so professional. She gave customer service like you rarely see in stores nowadays. She worked as fast as lightning with the customer always being first and totally cared for. And I just walked up to her and asked if she might be looking for extra hours because we needed someone as awesome as her. Well, guess what, you guys? Now, a couple of months later, Rachel is our project support person. Holy cow. I mean, this is how being able to stop and look at things from a new perspective, even in the midst of a huge challenge, works. In this case, I just had that calm peace inside, knowing that if I just kept looking and reaching out, that in perspective, the situation would turn out better than I even could have imagined, and it did. And it's not coincidence. It's hard work and perspective coming together to make an awesome situation happen. Oh, my gosh. My second nugget for tonight is in thinking about all of these thoughts and ideas over the last couple of weeks that we've shared here tonight relating to perspective and preparing for the show, I realized that there are a couple of ways to view perspective. One, in thinking about and considering other people's perspective, which is always important for communication, for compassion, and for so much in life. But the second piece of the puzzle of perspective is looking at things from different perspectives in our own life. And that airplane view example that I shared at the beginning of the show is a perfect example of the latter. And I think we most often think of the meaning of perspectives as looking at things from other people's perspectives. But I think they are both thinking of other people's perspectives and also finding new ways to find our own perspectives on things are both equally important 
to think about and incorporate into our lives. And the third nugget that I like want to share from my heart this evening is what I found to be so helpful throughout my whole life. And it's very interesting because Anna touched upon this too, is to take time every day to just stop and listen to my spirit and soul. And this has really become crucial over the last years, especially as Right Road has continued to grow exponentially. At the same time, my son is now a teenager. And what this does, taking that time to stop, is it allows you to clearly see how things can shift. And I get my best shift ideas when I'm in the shower of all places. It's like I get a light bulb moment of perspective And those moments make clear whether I need to shift something, a plan, an idea, whatever it is, just 10% or 50% or 110%. And with that realization and solution, I can just zoom forward and make happen whatever needs to happen. It really is something. It works. So, you guys, I hope the show tonight and everything that we've shared here together has sparked a whole bunch of perspective wonderment in your life. And that everything we've touched upon and shared here will be a tremendous blessing in your life. And in turn, that you will be able to inspire your kids and students with it all as well. And speaking of wonderment, I have Facebook giveaway number three for tonight on the Right Road Facebook giveaway number three. Remember, you guys, to check our Right Road Kids Facebook page tomorrow afternoon for the long, long, long list of recipients from all of tonight's pre-show and live broadcast giveaways, okay? So, Facebook giveaway number three for tonight. I have seven jumbo post-it gift sets. Each one includes, and this is another thing I noticed that Anna does. It's just one of her creative things, and it offers such a wonderful perspective, the way that she just always uses them so creatively. So each of the seven sets tonight includes 15 bright and colorful Post-it pads that are so inspirational. I love just looking at them. And the pads are three different sizes, five different colors, and some are even the extra coveted ones with those printed lines on them. And each set is worth $20, plus I'm going to add a $50 Amazon gift card drawing, too. So there will be eight teacher recipients, and each will receive one of the wonderful Post-it sets or the Amazon gift card. So to enter, you can go to our Right Road Kids Facebook page right now as you're listening. Just follow the simple entry guidelines in the giveaway post, and remember to include tonight's Facebook code word perspective as part of your entry comment okay even if you included it in tonight's earlier facebook giveaways make sure to type that in because that officially enters you along with the other facebook guidelines okay so marcy pop that up it'll be open until just after the end of the show till 7 p.m pacific 10 eastern tonight again it'll be on our right road kids facebook page and we'll announce the eight recipients on our right road kids facebook page tomorrow Great big thanks to Nair, to Lori Stinas and her Keller Williams real estate team, and to Mo Anderson on behalf of Keller Williams and her wonderful A Joy-Filled Life book for helping to make this awesome giveaway possible. Again, you guys, I just hope this show has brought a million smiles to your day and that it has just filled your heart with new thoughts and ideas that will help you see your students and your life in endless new perspectives and possibilities. A million thanks again to Anna Berg for being my very special guest this evening. Thank you to Marcy for the wonderful behind-the-scenes support as she always provides to my awesome engineer, 
this evening, Aaron. Aaron's my new engineer, and I love this guy. He's amazing. And to the whole Voice America team, and thank you most of all to all of you so very much for listening and being a part of the Right Road family. Blessings, love, and light to every single one of you. Hey, in case you missed any part of this evening's show or would like to share it with friends and family, this episode will, of course, be available to listen to or download for free. And you know what I'll do? In case you missed any words in the Word Scavenger Hunt, bonus giveaway this evening for the $200, $250 Nair school supply gift packs because I know, again, some of you, sometimes you have to put your child down or your phone rings or something and you may have missed one of the words and that would be such a bummer to my heart if you couldn't enter. So I'll actually post the link to this show on our Right Road Kids Facebook page within about a half hour after we wrap up here so you can listen for any words again if you didn't have a pencil or paper at the time, okay? And... Watch for the Click and Listen giveaway for this episode on our Right Road Kids Facebook page next weekend. Even if you're listening now, you can still click and listen and enter that giveaway. Remember that the next Live on the Right Road show will be here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel on Sunday, February 10th. And in between our Live on the Right Road broadcast, you can always connect with us on our Right Road Kids Facebook page and via our website at rightroadkids.org. Hey, you guys, as I always like to close each show with, always always remember that you are special, appreciated, and loved. Until next time, Sunday, February 10th at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 Eastern here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Be that daily, positive, bold, empowered inspiration for the kids in your life and live your best, most amazing life on the right road. Wishing all of you and your kids a happy, joy-filled 2019, just filled with new perspectives just when you need them and filled with everything wonderful. I love you all. Thank you for listening to On the Right Road with your host, Paula Phillips. Connect with us anytime at www.rightroadkids.org or at Right Road Kids on Facebook. And we'll catch you again here every first and third Sunday of the month at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on the Right Road. Right Road.